Hey everybody, welcome back to another great episode of the Choking Hazard Podcast. Today we're getting a chance to sit down with Dinas Nugent, who's rounding out the finals division of the Grand Prix of the Ace Jiu-Jitsu Pro Championships happening on August 14th. Before we get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're looking for more great interviews with coaches, athletes, different events, technique breakdowns, controversy, make sure you subscribe to the channel and don't forget to like our stuff. We really do appreciate the support and we want to keep providing you with more great content. Today's episode has been brought to you by Spirit Leaf Waterdown, located at 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. If you're looking for Canada's top cannabis brand, look no further than Alex and his crew, and they're going to be able to help you out with all your needs and accessories as far as cannabis goes. Just make sure you like them and us on Instagram, and you're going to save money every single time you shop there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Remember, Ace Jiu-Jitsu Pro Championships, August 14th, and we'll see you soon on the map. Awesome. Right. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are back with another great episode of the Choking Hazard podcast. And we're joined today by Dinas, who will be headlining the main card of the uh, Ace Jiu-Jitsu Pro Championships, which is happening August 14th in Toronto, Ontario. We are super excited. They were about a week out from this competition. And this is going to be an amazing competition more than anything, because we've got a huge card going on at the beginning. We have a main event, which is a, I think it's a four man bracket. Now I think we had one gentleman drop out just recently, but we got five yep. awesome competitors or now we're down to four that are going to be competing for the number one spot on that middleweight card. And we are set up with one of the number one contenders because everybody's been gunning for you. You, when you've been having these conversations, everybody's like, Oh, I think Dinas is going to be the hard guy. I think Dinas is like, so hearing that's a good thing. Cause everybody's like looking out, they're like, okay, I got some recognition to my name here, but also put, put some know, respect on my name, put some respect on it. But also here's the thing. I know you're coming to win Dinas. And that's what we want to talk about today. Cause I know everybody's got respect for everybody, but you're coming to win this competition. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you know what? I'm really excited uh, for, for this, for this, for this tournament. Like anytime I go and compete, uh, you know, I, I expect the excellence of, of myself to, to go in there because I've been training hard for, for a long time. And, uh, you know, in, in judo, and then I was been training hard in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I, I've, I've done pretty well in, in tournaments. So yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I keep it very simple. I just try to do all the things that are in my control. Well, I, I eat well, I train well, you know, I study a lot of jujitsu um, and, uh, you know, and then I, I just go out there and, and I love to compete and I've been competing a lot recently. So I feel that that's helping, uh, that's helped me to be uh, pretty sharp for, for this tournament. So I, I competed like even like two weeks ago in, uh, in Orlando, right? So I'm, I'm pretty fresh for this one. I've just gone on a roll with, uh, with starting to compete again. I took a little bit of time off, had a lot of stuff going on, you know, opening the gym and stuff, but you know, I'm, I'm back on a roll competing after COVID is you know, and all, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about this, uh, this tournament and I'm, I'm not, I haven't fought uh, any of these guys before so each person def, uh, you know presents a, a different uh, different challenge and, and and I'm really looking forward to to each match awesome so uh, so uh, Dinas, how's your training going and is there anything specific that you're doing you know for this four-man bracket that um, maybe you're not doing uh, let's say like you just competed at the Orlando Open is there anything that you're doing differently or the things you're keeping the same like tell us about like your preparation for this well, I just train hard. I just train the, the same all, all year round. I don't I don't really train like uh, change anything. I'm always trying to learn, add different parts to my game and, and work that in training with like you know with, with a little bit of the lower belts. Always trying to develop new skills, but I never train for anybody per se. 
you know, unless it's like a super fight or something where you're just fighting one person and maybe, you know, you'll look them up a little bit. So you gen you have a general idea, you know, of maybe what style of, of a game that you want to play that match. But this is four different guys. You know, they, I'm sure they're all completely different. So I'm just going to go out there and, and just try to do my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So especially like in a four man bracket like this, will you be kind of like, taking each match as they come or you have a different strategy how you're going to kind of like don't no, obviously not giving away any secrets or anything like or like have you kind of like mentally prepared yourself on certain individuals how much of a pace you need to push with certain people or anything like that no no uh, i just i'm just gonna go out there and just just give it give it all my my best for uh, for each match uh, i have a lot of people coming to watch this match and i know this is a you know a, a spectator for you know a spectator event so uh, i just want to go out there and just put on a good show for everybody uh, you know i, I want to put on exciting fights i'm not gonna, just going to hold a guy in double unders to try to win each match by, by two points i want to go out there and put on a good show so maybe some other people that are watching and you know that don't know what jujitsu is like it's, it's going to be exciting and, and you know maybe it's going to encourage them to uh to start training and, and be excited about jujitsu, so that that's my goal. I want to put on a really exciting fight, so I'm just going to come out there. I've been training hard, and, and I'm going to bring it each match. And uh, whatever happens, happens. Uh, you said you said there's only four guys. I thought there were uh, five guys. So because um, I think it was Bruno needed to drop out, unfortunately. So originally it was five man bracket. And I think I, Bruno had to drop out, so we are at four man bracket. I think I think so. Don't hold me. I think. Me it was, I, I think, um, I think I think it's five guys. No, I think it, it, it was like more originally, but then it came down to five. There wasn't a Bruno in there, was there? There was a, it was a Gabriel Serra. I think he had to go back to Brazil. Oh, is that who it was? Okay, sorry, oh, wrong yeah. one. Well, that's the, okay, that's that's too bad. I was looking forward to that match. Yeah, I know he's a really good judo guy, and I had actually talked to him at, at the last tournament because I saw that he did the, uh, in the Waza. So it's kind of like, kind of like jujitsu, real similar, but for like a judo competition. Uh, I think as they they see that jujitsu has become really popular, so they're trying to kind of get you know like um, you know those kinds of competitions, but call it judo newaza, right? So when I was talking to him about, it, I saw that he got third at the uh, Canadian Nationals in, in the newaza event, and I was I, you know somebody told me it was the same as BJJ, but I talked to him and he said it's kind of similar, but you know they, they got their own rules and stuff. So anyways, mm -hmm. that, that that that's too bad. I know he's a really good competitor. I saw him compete at the uh, AJP and uh, he fought against. Uh, the, uh, the Eduardo Tellis black belt there. And he threw him with a, a crazy, crazy nice Uchimata. I think uh, Joey got a, got some pictures of it uh, online. Nice. Yeah. What What's uh, some of the, the rule sets like judo versus jujitsu? I know you have a lot of experience with both. Um, and you said, you just mentioned recently that like, you know, judo is trying to do more Nawaza. Like what were some of the things that, you know, you've had a lot of experience uh, doing judo. What were some of the things that kind of, they, maybe they need to change or the jujitsu needs to change and like, Give me, give me your thoughts on, because there's a little bit of a different rule set. I know we're following like the IBJJF rules, but like, you know, it's going to be a four man bracket. And then there's going to be a different point system for like, not just winning, like by an advantage, but like how you win as well. So like a submission mm -hmm. is going to score more points, for example. So like, give me your thoughts on kind of like all that. And maybe like, what's the most uh, ideal, you know, way, uh, way forward. What do you, what are your thoughts? Well, I think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is doing a great job. It's definitely taken off uh, a lot, lot faster than that. It's grown, you know, exponentially compared to compared to judo. And uh, you know, as far as I've seen, judo is kind of like stagnated or, or even gone a little bit backwards. You know, in terms of like the members and like you know, and uh, from the clubs and, and people doing it. And I think you know, for me personally, I I like Jiu-Jitsu. I, I love judo too, but 
yeah, it's it's a lot of the same stuff over and over again. It takes it takes a while to get good at. It. I'm really glad that I did it when I was younger. But I, for me, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is a lot funner. I think Judo too. Um, I think Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is uh, it's more of like uh, I think it has a Brazilian culture, so people are a little bit more laid back, and, and Judo is a little bit more of like the, the strict, like old school, like sensei kind of kind of that culture, which which is great too, like the Japanese culture. But I think for kids and like other people here, especially in, in North America, I think they drive better a little bit with the uh, with the easier going, uh, uh, you know, the, the easier going uh, side of things, right? So I think. Uh, also with you know judo like with the with the old school mindset i think a lot of like the younger kids like they don't they don't they don't jive as well with that in, in my opinion i also think that judo sometimes can be a little bit rigid with that with that rule set like they keep changing it every year the ioc the olympic uh, committee there they, they change the rules and that changes everything for the whole sport so i'm really glad brazilian jiu-jitsu is not in the olympics because then we would be dealing with the same thing right where they took out leg grabs and judo which is a big part of judo right like the kataguma the fireman carry is part of the katas when you do your black belt right so they took out all the leg grabs and you say you can't grab below the waist you can't do this you can't do that and every year you got to stay updated with the rules and you know it, it's a little bit frustrating it's a beautiful art and, and i love it but you know i think they got a lot of work to do i don't know what they could do to improve but jujitsu is doing all the right things like it, it's really booming you know and, and it's great it's great to see i think they're both great uh, two both great arts and uh everybody should just try everything and then see see what drives with them better but if you want to be a good uh competitor in brazilian jujitsu just doing jujitsu is not good enough for the um, for the stand-up you got to do a little bit of wrestling or, or, or a little bit of judo to complement that no, it's interesting what you said, especially about the Olympics and especially with the IOC, because I know like there's always the debates where some individuals are like, yeah, we want to have jujitsu in the Olympics. It's the next time to time to do that. And then some other people are like, nope, we must not put it in the IOC. Let's not allow that happen in the Olympics. And I think what you mentioned was like the ideas of rule changes, right? Because once you start getting with the IOC, there's so many different bodies of work that have to go through rule changes and it's going to cause this and it affects all the way it trickles down into the, especially into the local tournament. Yeah, exactly. So exactly what you said, I, I totally agree with it, right? There's just, there's too much red tape and, and regulation that comes along with that. And then all, everything in the world follows, like follows that. Like there's no different judo organizations that have different rules and jujitsu. It's kind of cool. Like you got the AJP and then they're doing their thing. You got IBJJF and you got ADC, ADCC. And then everybody has their own little bit, little rule set, but you know, you can hit up all, 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 the, all the tournaments. And then if you like prefer one and you, you can go to that one, but they're all legitimate in, in, in their own right. Right. So I think it's pretty cool. And, and, and I hope it stays this way. And then even other tournaments are coming up with their own rules. So you've got like, you know, I guess like the Nagas and stuff or the grappling industries and, and all those events can just come up with a rule set that, that works the best for them. But for the most part, I think people are using the, uh, idea jf right and i, I think that, that that's a great standard set of rules i'm glad they're allowing the overhooks now for a brown and black belt adults you know i think that was uh that, that was uh holding things back for, for a while there i think it's good i think um what are your thoughts on aces um the way they're they're not just like the ibgf rules that they're using but kind of the process of like so let's say you're not you're not just trying to like win by an advantage but you're also you're trying to make what you're saying you're trying to make the fight exciting you're trying to win by submission and at the end of the day that's what people want so like what are your, what are your thoughts on that i i think it's great i think it's a great rule set especially with with the four man the bracket because it makes things more interesting because 
if you just win all your matches on points uh, and then another guy maybe lost one match, but then he subs the other two guys, you know, he might still have more points than you, right, at the, uh, at, at the end of the tournament. So it, it does make, make things more interesting. And, uh, you know, it's a, again, we're, we're, it's a spectator-friendly event, right, that, you know, we're competing for them to put on a good show. So, yeah, any, anything to, to make things, uh, to spice things up a bit, I, I think is awesome. I think it's a great idea. I, I like the six-minute uh, six format. I find 10 minutes, uh, people you know, stall a little bit more, like, you know, try to find a little bit more time to get into their tempo, into the match. Six minutes, you, you know, it's master's time limit. You just go hard for six minutes. You don't have time to rest. It's going to be exciting. People are not going to be getting bored in six minutes, right? And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's going to be good, especially with the time. Um, the six minutes matches are great because you have enough time to yeah. get enough action in, but not too long where it kind of drags on and it gives people an excuse to like hang back. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron doesn't have the cardio for six I minutes. Don't. <laughs> or for, not even for six minutes. Not even for 10 minutes. Six minutes. Not more, even more, that either. More, more like a five minute. <laughs> Aaron's, more, Aaron's more a two minute man. <laughs> yeah. The AJP does six minutes as well too, right? For, for all belts and all levels. And I, I think it works great. You know, people just really bring it the whole match and you make one small mistake and you really got to like claw back against another good guy, right? 10 minutes. It's, it, it's a long time, you know, like it, I like 10 minute matches too. It's good. You have a lot of time to work, but definitely you play with a little bit more strategy. You don't like go crazy for the whole 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So especially obviously with your tournament style matchup, that's obviously the main forefront of your mind right now. But when you look at the rest of the card, are there any other matches that you're excited to see? Man, there's so many good matches on the card. Uh, they got some great ladies matches on there, right? I think I saw like a part of one match at the Ontario Open. I just turned, uh, you know, just looked over and I, I saw like Shabon and Allison's match. And one mm -hmm. time, like, you know, uh, Shabon almost had Allison back in the ring, you know, and I think the bow and arrow. Then I, then I turn around again. I'm in the middle of coaching someone. And then, uh, and then I think Allison's like passing her guard and like half guard. It was a great, it was a crazy match. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, that that's, that's going to be an awesome one for, for the fans to see. Also, I think, uh, I think the Darson and Kevin match, you know, I think their, their match ended uh, a little bit uh, on a controversial call the last time I was actually coaching Darson for, for that match that, that day. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad they're going to be able to run it back. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think they're both probably pretty excited about that, especially Darson. Yeah, no, we had them on, uh, I think, our last podcast, and they're both super excited for that match. Again, and both of them respect each other a lot, especially from that last matchup. But again, they're both gunning the win. So it's, it's going to be a really good match. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Oh, no worries. No, no, I, no worries. I forgot you guys here. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're both great competitors, and it's, it's, it's going to be an awesome match for sure. So when you look at, like, especially, like, for yourself, you're running a school, you're competing actively. How are you finding time to just make this all work? Obviously, because like if you're competing at such a high level, you got obviously all these other things pulling at you with your school, your students. How have you been making this work for now? Well, now it's, uh, it's, it's hit a good tipping point because the first few years, you know, it's all white and all white belts, right? And then, and then like you, you get a blue belt or two and you're super excited. You're like, man, I, I got a blue belt to train with. It's going to be an awesome day, right? And then now, uh, you know, we've been open for six years. We, we, we got black belts here. We got a handful of black belts and then, you know, solid, 
purple, brown, like really good blue belts, like guys that are doing well on the local scene. And, you know, they give me really good roles. So you don't have to go so far to get good training, get good training at, at the gym, even for myself. So it, it's been awesome. You know, uh, that, that's been really helpful as well. Uh, I got rich here, you know, uh, so many other good, good, good students and, and, and rich and I, we work a lot together. Like he's studying jujitsu, I'm studying stuff. He's got a different game and, you know, we, uh, you know, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other and he's helped me really, really develop a lot as well. And, uh, and yeah, like, you know, so I think uh, training's been going really well because you know, teaching the students, it makes me understand things better. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm improving as well because of that. And also I've been, I've been training a lot. I've been consistent with my weight training routine, um, putting that time in. Once in a while, I go to Toronto BHA too. And just, you know, just roll with all the hard guys back to back. It's just to make sure I stay sharp. And uh, yeah, I feel, I, I feel great. So I'm super excited. And uh yeah, it's, uh, I've been competing a lot. I, I did the uh, Chicago Open. I did the Orlando Open. I'm really glad to get back on the road competing uh, as well. You know, now that we've been able to plan in a little bit more, I got World Masters coming up at the uh, at the end of the month and IBF Toronto Open. You know, like uh, life is good. COVID really threw a curveball at everything because I was planning to do all these things a couple of years earlier. But yeah, at least, you know, we're, we're here now and, and I'm really excited for, for, uh, for, for what the future is going to bring. Awesome, man. Um, before we wrap up, uh, give us some of your your thoughts on what Fernando and Jeff Santos are trying to do with ACE. Uh, what would you like to see from them and like, you know, like future tournaments? I think they're doing a great job because there's so many good athletes in Canada. And I want to get like great, amazing athletes, uh, you know, guys that just have not had maybe the, you know a stage to showcase their, their jujitsu. And, and I think this is a good start to that. Like ACE is kind of like a, a fight to win, right? You know, with, it's all like really good guys here, you know, good, good school owners, really good competitors, accomplished people uh, that, that are competing. And then, and then, and then they, they've got a stage to, uh, to show their jujitsu. Right. And then, you know, I think hopefully, you know, like these are the, everything goes well for the event and then they, they can host more. And uh, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's a great thing for the community and uh, it's, it's going to be uh, great for athletes to be able to showcase their talents that maybe that can lead to something else for them. Right. Maybe they can lead them to, you know, somebody else seeing and then, you know, maybe flow grappling, picking up on it. And then uh, and then maybe they get invited somewhere else. Right. To to to, to some other events in, in the States or something like that. Right. Those are all where, where all the bigger names go. You know, but in Canada, it's it, it's a it's a great start. Yeah, no, definitely a great start. It's going to be an awesome event. It's going to be the first one in Canada. So this is an amazing opportunity, especially for everybody on the card, especially yourself being in that main event too. So we're looking forward to seeing you compete this, this coming weekend, which is fun. Um, it's going to be awesome. Any last thoughts before we wrap up for the day? Uh, no, man. Uh, th th thank you so much, guys, for, for having me. Uh, and whoever's coming out, guys, uh, you know, like, don't hesitate. Go, go get some tickets. Uh, and go, uh, you know, go out there and support the local Jiu-Jitsu community. I promise I will give everything in, in all my matches. You, you guys won't see any, any stalling from me, guys. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Dinas, it's been amazing having you on the show. We really do appreciate your time, especially out of your training, especially watch and come and talk with us. We're excited to see you next week. All the best of luck, but I know you don't need it. It's going to be a great event. So remember, everybody, that's going to be August 14th, uh, 7 o'clock start time in Toronto, Ontario. And Dinas, what's your promo code? Uh, it's Dinas, D-A-I-N-I-S. That, that's my promo code. Thanks for that's, the support, guys. That's, that's the promo code for Dinas. So everybody, yeah. everybody listening, thank you so much. And we'll see you soon on the mats. And don't we'll catch you at the show. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Cheers. Thank you. Catch you at the show. And catch you